Welcome to the Modern Mystic Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Shauna Drew. Listen each week as Shauna answers listener questions and provides valuable insights to help you start, build, and grow the magical business of your dreams. So let's get started. Welcome back. I'm Shauna Drew, your Modern Mystic Business Coach. If this is your first time listening, Welcome. If you are back again, I love you. Thanks for being here. Today, we're going to be talking about work-life balance for modern mystic entrepreneurs. And I think this is a perfect time to talk about this because we are nearing the end of summer. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, it's been hot. It's sweaty. If you have kids, they're probably starting school right now, which means schedules are adjusting. Kids are on a hair's trigger. Everyone is getting sick. I have a terrible cold right now. There's a new moon about to start, which means a lot of us are probably about to start our moon cycles and are bloated and breaking out and cranky. Oh, and it's also Mercury retrograde shadow. So let's talk about work-life balance. Let's talk about self-care a bit and how to maintain balance as a modern mystic entrepreneur. And this week's short and sweet question came from Michelle who wrote, Hi, Shauna. I'm writing because I'd like to know if you have any tips for maintaining a work-life balance as a soul-centered entrepreneur. Thanks. Okay, awesome. So I love this question. It's something I've spent a lot of time thinking about and experimenting with. And if you know my story at all, I've struggled with burnout and depression as an entrepreneur. And a lot of that had to do with a lack of balance in my life and honestly, a lack of boundaries when it came to my business. And so my personal views on work-life balance have evolved a lot over the years. And typically in the West, especially, right, we are taught to view our life as binary and very black and white. There's, you know, work on one hand and then there's life on the other. And work right? is seen as you're typically spending your time, you're trading your time for money so that you're able to fund the other half of your time, your quote unquote real life, which to me is just kind of a sad way to live, to be honest. And that's the balance that we're used to, right? Where work-life balance is typically seen as just not working so much that you burn out, not working so much that you don't have time to do anything else. But I've really had a shift away from that binary view of work-life balance over the years. And it started, I would say it started when I decided to design my own tarot deck. I had been working with the tarot for some years and I decided as a passion project to start creating my own. And basically, if you're familiar with the tarot, In the tarot, there's the major arcana and the minor arcana. And the major arcana is the 21 cards that really represent kind of like the evolution to consciousness or the path to enlightenment. And it's made up of the major life events that we go through and those major rites of passage we experience on the journey. But because I was creating an entire tarot deck, it meant that I was spending a lot of time with the 53 other cards that made up the minor arcana. And the minor arcana represents more of the day-to-day. And 
because the minor arcana makes up the majority of the tech, I was spending a lot of time with it. And I really ended up falling in love with it because while the major arcana is more sexy, more iconic, more striking in its imagery and symbolism, the ace through 10 in the minor arcana is where we actually live, right? This is where the day-to-day is happening. And I was going through this period of time where I was actually doing a lot of stream of consciousness writing. And one day um, I woke up and I sat down to do my stream of consciousness writing. And I was writing about the minor arcana when I realized, wait a minute, the minor arcana doesn't just represent everyday life. It actually represents reality as we experience it. So let me like explain that a little more. And this is going to get a little nerdy because I'm like kind of a tarot nerd. So just bear with me. Okay. So first we have pentacles and this represents the physical realm. You know, it's what makes up our physical environment and we experience it through our five senses, through sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, and also the bodily sensations we have. And pentacles in the tarot is represented by the element earth. So imagine reaching down and touching the earth and grabbing a handful of soil, right? You can see that soil. You can smell it. You could taste it if you wanted to. You could touch it and you can hold it in your hand. And this is the same with how we experience our physical reality. And this is where most people stop, right? But let's go a bit deeper. The next suit we have is cups, and this represents the emotional realm, and it's made up of our emotions and our feelings, and cups is represented by the element of water. So I want you to imagine pouring a cup of water over your open hand. You can feel the water, but you cannot hold it, and it's the same way with our emotions. You know, when we feel an emotion, like sadness, it literally feels like if you're standing there and someone poured a bucket of cold water on your head and it just covered your body, that's how, you know, it can feel when we feel intense sadness. It can feel like an emotion is just being poured over us and covering our body, but it's not something that we can feel. And it's something that can shift and move just the way water is and it can flow. Then we have swords and swords represents the realm of the mind. And This is where our thoughts, our opinions, and our experiences come together to create our perception of the world. And swords is represented by the element of air. So if you hold out your hand, right, you know technically it's holding air, but you probably cannot see it or feel it. And this is the same way with how the realm of the mind is experience. It is always there, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. And then finally, we have wands, and this represents the energetic and spiritual realm. And this is where we use energy and our intuition to process our environment. And wands is represented by the element of fire. So imagine holding your hand to a fire. You can feel the heat, you can feel the energy it's giving off, and you could technically pass your hand through it, but you cannot grab it or hold on to it. And this is the same as the way we experience the energetic and spiritual realm. 
the energy we take in and project out and hold in our bodies constantly affects our realities. And if you want to get really scientific, technically, everything in the universe is made up of energy vibrating at different frequencies. And I know you already know that. (laughs) All this to say, that day, all of a sudden, I finally had this realization. And I finally understood that when you put these four elements together, you not only have your day to day, you have your experience of reality. And when I came to this understanding, I actually found it incredibly empowering. Because if this is true, then we actually have much more control over our lives and our realities than we could have ever imagined. If you can take back control of your thoughts, develop a healthy way of processing emotions and can become consciously aware of the energy you're taking in and putting out into the world, you can drastically transform and improve your experience of reality, your life without ever changing anything, without changing your job or your house or your appearance or your neighborhood, anything, right? In your physical world. And this is why I love the minor arcana, because this is where change happens. This is where transformation really takes place. And at the end of the day, now is all that's guaranteed, which brings me back to work-life balance, because I know right now you're probably wondering, what the fuck did that have to do with anything, right? So the point this brings me back to is that while typically in society, we view having a balanced life to mean, you know, having a balance between the time you spend working and the time you spend doing the things you actually want to do. I've come to believe that the true balance we need to have a happy and fulfilling and purposeful life is the balance of the heart, body, mind, and soul. And just like we talked about, these four elements are represented in the tarot through the minor arcana, with cups representing the emotional world, the heart, swords representing the mind, pentacles representing the physical world, the body, and wands representing the energetic world, the spiritual world, the soul. And the closer we come to harmony in these realms, the more consciously we interact with these elements that make up our reality, the more vibrant and joyful and loving we can be with ourselves and others. And so what I've come to believe is that work-life balance isn't about splitting your time 50-50, right? It's about spending your time, your precious, limited time, doing the things that feed your heart, mind, body, and soul. And really, this is a radical shift, but it's really about how do I spend my waking hours more equally divided between those four elements? And that's why I truly believe that creating a business that energizes you and feeds your soul and connects you with people and gives you the financial freedom to live the life you want is so important because our life doesn't just start when our work day ends. So the question I want to leave you with is how can you start living a life that is more balanced between your heart, body, mind, and soul? And how can you make your business more aligned with those realms as well? 
All right. And so now I have a little exercise that I'm going to walk you through. And this is something that I have done every night, every day for, I would say four or five years at this point. And it's radically shifted and improved the quality of my life. And it's so simple. Honestly, it is such a simple practice, but I've noticed that if I don't do it, the quality of my life, that balance in my life just goes way down. So this is a really simple practice. I invite you to incorporate into your day, into your life, you know, into your work as well. Okay. So every night before bed, I want you to write a to-do list for the next day. I want you to write out all the things you must accomplish the next day. You could do this in a journal or a planner or on a piece of paper or even in your phone, I guess, if, if you have to. And we start by doing this. So for one, you have some clear direction for the next day. And for two, by writing out these to-dos, you know, by emptying out your mind, you can release them. And that begins to free up space in your conscious and your subconscious for new thoughts and new dreams and new ideas to grow. All right. So once you've completed that list, I want you to write out heart, body, mind, soul, or HBMS. And then beside each one, I want you to write down something you'll do to nourish each one of these elements the next day. So I'm going to give you some examples to help you get started. So the first one, heart, okay? This one is all about connection and relationships. And it even can be about relationships with yourself. You know, if you've just been like really in people mode and you need to reconnect with yourself, you can do that. But typically this is going to be about connecting with other people. So who could you reach out to tomorrow to just check in and see how they're doing and let them know you care, just sending a text to even. You could give a stranger a compliment. You could give someone in your everyday life, you know, your real focus attention. It doesn't have to be some big or grand gesture. It's really just asking yourself, what speaks to your heart? What could you do to fill your heart with joy tomorrow? Okay. The next one we have is body. This one is about nourishing your physical body. So for example, you know, I've been fulfilling this one by going on a walk around my neighborhood every morning. You could fulfill this by doing yoga or working out or taking a walk or eating healthy food or drinking lots of water. It's really up to you. And even if you feel like you only have five minutes to devote to this task, you may be surprised how much taking five minutes to nourish your physical body can improve your entire day. Next, we have mind. What are you going to do to stimulate and take care of your mind today? Our minds crave challenges and goals to work towards. And so a good way to do this is through learning something new. You know, you could take time to read a book. A lot of times for my mind, I'll have like read five pages of a book. Or you could even just listen to an audiobook while you do the dishes on, you know, a new subject that you're interested in. What can you do to learn today? What can you do to stimulate your mind? And I'll give you a little tip to get started. You're not going to find it scrolling through social media, okay? <laughs> now, finally, we have soul. You know, soul is represented by the suit of wands and the element of fire. And this is all about passion and energy. What lights a fire in you? Only you can answer this for yourself. What are you passionate about? What are you drawn to in a way that made a fire your own logical mind or reasoning, right? For me, 
it, it's making this podcast even. It's my business. It's this podcast. And I don't say this to infer that you need some, you know, mega project or like business to fulfill this realm. But if you can close your eyes and let all your reasoning and logical thoughts about what you should care about or should like fall away, what are you actually drawn to? What are the things that you could just lose yourself in and time falls away when you're doing it? You know, this is what's known as being in a flow state. A lot of times I fulfill this realm by meditating or you know, doing a tarot reading or doing yoga. I absolutely love kundalini yoga. So what can you do to nourish your soul today? All right. So this is really simple. Like each one of those things could be seriously a five minute practice or less, but I promise you it's going to improve your life. And so that is your challenge for this week. And I truly hope you take it on. You know, if you've been feeling burned out or just kind of blah, this really could help. And one of the things I've noticed, I'm just going to like side note this. One of the things I've noticed is that the area that I resist the most is usually the one I need the most as well. So for me, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, it's usually the heart one. I am such an introvert. I'm like such a hermit. I'm like totally cool with not talking to anyone, but actually putting that on my thing of like, this is what I have to do. I have to like text this friend and check on them, or I have to, you know, actually connect with another human being. (laughs) That feels like so basic and pathetic as I'm saying it, but making myself have to do that. The one that I'm resisting the most, I'm always surprised at that is the one that really lights up my day the most and like fulfills me the most. So just be aware of that when you're doing it as well. Which of these four are you trying to avoid? Is it, are you trying to avoid, you know, doing some sort of thing for your physical body, for your, your health? Is it the relationship element like me? What is it, right? So it will really help you to see which areas or realms are not getting the attention that they need, that you need you know, to be happy and balanced and fulfilled. Okay. All right. So that's kind of a wrap for today. I know this probably wasn't what you were expecting when I said we were going to talk about work-life balance today, but I hope that this podcast has given you a new perspective, you know, given you some different ways about looking at your life and your business. And I hope it's kind of given you a little more perspective on the way I operate if you're ever considering working with me. And if you do want to take that next step, I just released um, a brand new workshop that teaches you how to create a fully automated spiritual business in your life. And it's totally free. Uh, I'm going to have a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. But yeah, what I'm saying at the end of the day is I don't like living in boxes. I don't like doing things just because that's the way we've been taught or that's the way we've done it before. I like to, you know, zoom out and ask myself if I felt completely free and expansive and connected to my higher self and the best version of me, if I am looking at my life from that place, what would I be doing with it? What would I be thinking? How would I be living my life? And what is the business I would be creating? And that is what I want to empower you to do with your life and your business as well. Okay. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today. If you've gotten something out of this podcast, 
I'd love it if you could take two seconds and leave a review. That would be awesome. But until next week, take care of yourself, nurture yourself, nurture your business, embrace it all, do what feels good. Don't neglect self-care. I could go on and on here, but I won't. I love you. My name is Shana Drew. See you next week. Thank you for joining us today on the Modern Mystic Entrepreneur Podcast. We hope that today's episode has left you feeling inspired, empowered, and equipped with the knowledge you need to take your business to the next level. Remember, if you would like to have Shauna answer your question on a future episode or would like to learn more, head on over to the link in the show notes. Until next time, my friend, you got this.